listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is remember how the world feels. Sometime after the first talk I give my students about showing more than we tell, I often get a slightly panicky question from someone. Okay, sure, I get it, they say. I shouldn't be telling my reader so darn much. But what do I say instead? How exactly do I show? How do I put my character in the world? What am I supposed to write that will show what my character is feeling? When I get this question, I recognize the frustration and the tiny bit of panic that is behind it. We're struggling to use all our powers of language and expression to write the best, most beautiful way that we can. And the more advanced we become as writers, the more it seems that we're told not to use any of our skills or powers. Don't do this or that. That's over the top. That's melodramatic. Rein it in. Pull it back. It's natural for a writer to say, then what can I say? What am I supposed to do, for goodness sakes? I tell them, you can start by remembering what it feels like to be in the world. Pay attention to your character's physical presence in the world this week. What does it feel like in the room? What is the temperature, the feel of the air, the sounds that surround your character? What are the smells and the feeling they're having in their head or their gut or in their beating, trembling heart? If you're struggling to find a way to capture your character's emotional experience, then try starting with the physical, which often goes hand in hand with what we are feeling emotionally. Does your character suddenly feel a wave of tiredness as their spouse starts in on the same age-old argument? Are they sweating cold, icy bullets as they realize their lie is about to be found out? Does the room feel like it's too hot and then too cold as they watch their friend betray them? Our experience of life being lived often starts with our physical experience, and it's a great doorway into your character's emotions without falling into the old, tired trap of explaining too much. Let your reader deduce from the physical what's really going on inside them. That means being specific about the strange, delightful, often annoying experience of being in the world. From mosquito bites, to too loud rock concerts, to the way butter congeals on a plate and oils up your fingers. It's a constant experience being in the world. And all the sensory, tactile, and physical ways that we interact with it can help make our fiction come to life. This week's reading recommendation is an oldie but a goodie that I've been listening to as an audiobook this week, and it's called The Name of the Rose by the Italian writer Umberto Eco. It is a a medieval murder mystery, mostly, uh, with several monks that are supposed to be uh, investigators of the time, investigating a murder that has happened at a monastery. It's really fascinating to see preliminary and rudimentary investigations happening and the sort of thought process, the, the evidence-based ideas or the, the use of uh, some rude version of the scientific method that these monks are trying to, to hammer out as they try to figure out who might be the guilty party. It's also really interesting in its use of symbolism. 
it, it is a constant exploration of Catholic symbols, ideas, and texts. The importance of books and writing is really celebrated here, as well as uh, it's also an exploration of the dangers of heretical writings and how a book might be a dangerous kind of mind-opening or mind-closing device, depending on uh, in whose hands it's being wielded like a weapon. It's a really pleasurable reading and listening experience. It really makes me fall in love with uh, old-fashioned storytelling and the power of symbolism as well all over again. So I really recommend this one as a pleasurable summer audio experience. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.